I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. It feels great to be doing this again. Season 5 officially kicking off with the comeback episode. And fittingly enough, I'm going to be talking about how my very short-lived comeback to Philippine radio turned out, how that all happened. But before I get down to business, I just got to say thank you to everyone who's continued to support the podcast, who has looked for it, in the months since I last recorded an episode. It's been almost a year up to this point. And I remember when I started the podcast, I kept saying that this is a pandemic passion project. And technically, the COVID-19 pandemic isn't over. So I guess there really is no reason to completely just kill this podcast. You know, so much has happened since then. A lot of personal stuff that I'd rather not get into, even until now as I'm kicking off season five. So I just got to say thank you to everybody who's been checking in and asking for new episodes, asking for new stories, asking when a new season would begin. And truthfully, when I got into radio again sometime last year, I thought about recording episodes of the podcast in real time just because there were so many feelings and emotions that went into the comeback. Now, it's very funny that it was so short-lived that after the fact, I'm still processing everything that went down. So I guess... I'm using the podcast once again to process everything I went through. Like, think of it as me putting my therapy sessions on a recording like this. So that's basically where I'm at. So I got to say thank you if you were one of those people who was really looking forward to those episodes. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize that I wasn't able to record anything while I was actively in the industry. So let's get right into it. The comeback really happened sometime in the middle of last year because by mid-2022 here in the Philippines, we were beginning to open up a little bit more. And I'd say at this point, we were where the US or a lot of European countries were a year prior. Because here in Pinas, we're basically delayed a year in terms of COVID response, the way that we've been moving forward through the pandemic. And at this point, I was happily taking a break from the podcast because if you remember, the last episode I'd released was basically me going through my emotions and going through the darkest timeline, which we're still in, in this country. So I wasn't even thinking about radio at all at this point. Until one day in July, I remember being at the dentist's office and I was about to pull out from the parking lot and I got a message on Instagram 
And it was from CJ the DJ, who's been a guest on this podcast. CJ, formerly of Magic 89.9, who would then become my boss over at Play FM. He messaged me on Instagram and asked if I was affiliated with any radio station. Sabi niya, would you be down to guest on the morning show? Just be a guest host, hang out for three hours, and you can promote whatever you're doing. And I was like, hmm, something's up here. Because knowing what I know about radio and having been around the industry as long as I have, invitations like that don't come out of nowhere all that often. Like usually there has to be something going on. So I gave him a call and I asked him straight up, is this an opportunity to audition? And I just figured I'd cut to the chase because I'm at a point where I don't want to BS with anybody anymore. And I wasn't trying to be impolite or rude or whatever. It's just that I wanted to know, like, are we going to get our hopes up here? I wanted to manage my expectations. CJ says, yeah, it is if you want it to be. And my God, I was so in, you know, right off the bat. Because for some context, Play FM was the station I'd wanted to be a part of for about a decade. You know, no disrespect to any of the other stations I'd worked for, but I'd always considered my own branding and that of Play FM's to be aligned from my tastes in music to the type of programming they have to how they just allowed their personalities, their DJs to be unapologetically themselves. And that's all I ever really wanted from a radio station. So I did the guest hosting thing on their morning show with Jello and Jazz. They were the morning show DJs at the time. And I stepped inside the booth. I didn't touch the board. I didn't play any music, although they did offer. And I was like, no, you know what? I, I don't want to rush into things. I don't want to set expectations too high. And then kung hindi pala na meet, let's say they decided to go in a different direction. I just get all disappointed and depressed and whatever. So I was like, I'm fine sitting here in the guest host's chair, just having a mic in my face. Let's just turn on the mics and have a good time. At this point, I was just feeling really rejuvenated, just being back in a radio station again and experiencing the thrill of being on air and having people actually responding to the things you were saying. Because by this point in 2022, people were beginning to go out for work again. So traffic in Metro Manila had been back and people were, interestingly, back to responding to the voices that they heard on air. It didn't take long until everybody started being more transparent over the situation. Apparently, at this point, Jello was planning to leave Play FM and they needed a new morning show host to bounce off of jazz. And something I did must have clicked well with them because they liked what they heard. And to my knowledge, nobody else really came in to audition anymore for that spot on that same time slot. So they said that they wanted to bring me on board, which... You know, anytime you're applying for a job, anytime there's an opportunity, that you're the person that they're really considering as their number one option. But it was also weird for me personally because I don't know if this is right or wrong for me to say, but whatever. Like, I don't really work at play anymore. But something about the opportunity didn't make me feel 100% excited. Maybe it was the fact that Play FM wasn't the Play FM I really loved at its peak in the early to mid-2010s. Maybe it's because the radio industry, even until this recording, is not the same as it was before COVID struck. I don't really know. 
something about it didn't make me feel too excited. Maybe it was the fact that I'd grown comfortable with my setup here at home where I was just working at whatever time I wanted and I didn't have to wake up early to do a morning show. There were so many things that I felt would have excited me before the whole work from home thing became on vogue, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better term. There was also the issue of me feeling that maybe I'd already moved on from radio. I'm 32. I can still sound young for the Play FM audience if I wanted to. I wouldn't be the oldest DJ there. But has the ship sailed? Tapos na ba yung time ko? You know, these are the things that I was thinking about. Maybe this just isn't for me anymore. Or maybe radio today just isn't as relevant as it used to be, especially pre-pandemic, which is still an issue that current radio DJs worry about. There was also the issue of money. And, you know, it's not that I'm Chinese or whatever, but we have to be practical here, but right? We're still living through a pandemic. We're still trying to dig ourselves out of a recession. So any talk about money was very much warranted. I was going back to the same mother company that owned Wave 89.1, where I previously worked. So for context, Wave is owned by the same company that owns Magic, the same company that owns Play FM, and Jam 88.3, and that previously owned 103.5 K-Lite. So because it was owned by the same company, I had to keep in mind that they knew how much I was making before I left Wave. And to be frank, they weren't exactly known for having the biggest paychecks for their radio DJs. That's not an insult. That's just a fact of life. So I knew I didn't have much leverage going in since they already knew what my rate was when I last worked for them. So money-wise, I only really got an increase of like 1,000 pesos. Barely any incentive to come out of retirement or inactivity or whatever you want to call it. And... Not to be disrespectful about it, CJ explained naman na the station was still recovering from the effects of the pandemic. And I remember him saying he believed in the industry being able to bounce back from the economic recession that resulted from COVID. So, okay, whatever, sure. Benefit of the doubt na babawi naman tayo eventually, maybe if this lasts long enough for me to be able to renegotiate, we'd be able to come up with something here. So, those were the things that I tried to consider. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. So I talked it through with a few friends. Some from the industry who were wondering, Oh, kala ko ba masaya ka na? Na wala ka na sa radyo? Kala ko ba na-accept mo na? Nakapag-move on ka na? And some who were like, Yeah, you know, if this is something that you're really passionate about, then go for it. Go do it. I know that you want to do it. I feel like, you know, they would tell me that they felt like 
hindi pa tapos yung kwento ko. CJ himself felt like your story isn't over. And I felt like I still had one more chapter that I could write and end on my own terms. And then I talked to my childhood friend, Andrew, who's one of the smartest people I know. He gave me one of the best pieces of advice that was very practical that I'd come to apply regarding this situation. And he asked me, how much do you originally want to make from this job? Not considering what play had to offer. Let's call it Y, like a variable. And then play offered me X. So Sabini Andrew, if you wanted to make Y, but play can only offer you X, then ask yourself, how much money are you making during that time that they need you to be on air, which is 7 to 10 a.m.? Now, at this point in my 2022, 7 to 10 a.m., pagising pa lang ako. Like my mind would just be foggy. I'd just be having breakfast and coffee, maybe watching TV, barely doing anything. In short, hindi ako nagtatrabaho, which means I was making zero. So he asked, well, X is greater than zero, right? And as someone who at the time was preparing to propose and thinking about the money I needed to be able to mount a wedding with my fiancé and start our life together, frankly, that was the only push I needed. So a few weeks later, I talked to CJ. We had a conversation on the phone and on Google Meet. And we came to an agreement and I became a part of Play FM. It is official. I felt really pumped and excited to be part of a morning show once again, especially knowing that it would be for the station that I'd always wanted to be a part of. So I came in with ideas for segments that I wanted to bring to the table. I was excited every time we'd have a Google Meet to just bounce off ideas with one another. And I was thinking about three hours on the morning show, you know, we got to maximize our talk points, really make sure that we can bounce off one another as if we're playing a game of tennis. Like that was always the analogy for me for uh, radio DJs that were effective in terms of communicating. Working with jazz was fun at the start. Na parang, okay, this is something new. I'm getting to know a different person. I have a partner once again. It's very different from, let's say, what I'm doing here on, on deck where ikaw lang ikaw usap ko, you being the listener, me just breaking through the fourth wall and talking to you. And you probably responding through a tweet or a DM a week or two after I'd launched the episode. But then I noticed, I began to notice that Jazz's attitude and demeanor for the morning show was pretty chill. Maybe a little too chill for the way that I'd expected a morning show to be. I mean, there was the positive naman na maybe she was just being lenient. After all, every time we'd mess up, or every time things wouldn't work out the way we wanted them to, we just have a good laugh and then we'd move on. And honestly, I really appreciated that. But without throwing her under the bus, I began to wonder if yung demeanor that we had brought to the morning show, baka masyado siyang chill. Because my idea of a morning show is that you have to be turning everyone's brains on. You have to be witty with your banter and your segments and you have to be hyper and so full of energy. Because that's when a morning show on TV or on the radio typically should be, diba? And before I even began to process any of this or have a conversation with Jazz to ask na, ganito ba talaga dapat tayo on the morning show? I was told that she needed to go on hiatus. Like we sat on a Google Meet and Jazz uh, was very transparent that she'd been thinking of stepping back from radio for a while even before I came on board. Well, shit. <laughs> now what am I gonna do? CJ told me na, the plan was I was either going to have to find a new partner 
or probably do the morning show all on my own. Damn! Either way, that's not a good sign. I entered November doing the radio show all by myself and in enjoy ko naman. I did the best I could to just do the morning show the way I wanted it to, to play my type of music, my type of mixes, my type of segments, my type of conversations, and just remake the show in my own image and likeness, which is fun for like a week or two. But after that, when you know that you're hosting a morning show and that you have a responsibility to wake people up and to have these engaging conversations, medyo nakakawalang gana na eh pag mag-isa ka na lang. Yung nafe-feel mo na wala ka ng kausap. Like that's how I felt three weeks into me doing the morning show all by myself. And nga, by week three or week four of going on air solo, the fatigue started to set in really quick. And that's when I began to ask myself, wait lang, normal pa ba to? Am I supposed to feel this tired three months into my radio comeback? Parang hindi na siya tama ah. And that's when I realized that maybe this comeback isn't turning out the way I expected it to. And that's where I'm going to end the story first. Because, well, for one, I don't want to blow my load real quick. And there are more stories to tell. So next week, I'll get into how my December turned out, how I basically had to mount a Christmas promo involving 12 brands all by myself, and how I got by with a little help from my friends. And then I'll talk about how and why the comeback didn't last as long as I wanted it to. I'll catch you next week for more stories about the radio industry as we peel back the curtain on what really goes on behind the people who push those buttons and talk behind the mic. Until then, please follow me at underscore Stan C and support the show by leaving a five-star rating and following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me know if there's any other stories you want me to get into, any guests you want me to bring on, and maybe we can have some more stories and conversations right here on deck with Stan C. As I get out of here, big shout-outs to our producer, Joshua Peñalosa, for the legwork that he does behind the scenes, as well as everybody from the Podcast Network Asia team for the behind-the-scenes work that they put in. And thank you to every subscriber, every listener, for continuing to support the show despite being inactive for a good seven, eight months. I'll catch you next week for another episode of On Deck with Stan C. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Stancy out. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 